Will Mission Impossible Fallout self-destruct? Or can Tom Cruise bring another winning installment to the series? We talk about that and more today on The Real Review, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios. We get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt. Da-na-na. Hey, and who am I? <laughs> Everybody, I'm here with Joel. Mm-hmm. Five seconds till you self-destruct Cunningham. Because yeah. of the movie that we reviewed. It's because I'm so top secret. <laughs> yes, you are top secret, Joel. Full of top secret secrets. There Absolutely you, you are. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about Mission Impossible 5 today. Yeah. I'm excited about that. We uh, took a little bit of time off. Before we I did. get into that, let me just say here, for those of you that are viewing, watching the podcast for the first time. Watching it? Welcome. Watching the podcast yes. for the first time? Watching or listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm still waking up. I'm not going to lie. Jeez, man. Mentally, I'm gonna have, this is going to be a challenging one for me. I would love to watch a podcast. There you go. Watching the vidcast on YouTube or listening to the yeah. podcast on iTunes or yes. whatever whatever streaming service they like to use. Totally. Uh, for those that are new to the the podcast, I'll let that. Uh, Matt and I like to review things. We have a bit of a different furring, but similar perspectives. We like a lot of the same stuff. We kind of tend to, but for different reasons, Matt tends to be more of the fan perspective, whereas I tend to be more of the critical type perspective. Sure. And uh, we combine those to give you what we think is a real thought and perspective as we go on this journey for watching and learning about films and media and all types of stuff. One of these days, I'll finish doing this, but we also need to get a Tube Talk episode back out. We haven't yes. done one of those in a while. It's been crazy. Hopefully we can yeah. do that soon. There's a couple of shows I've been watching and checking up on. Uh, I know Better Call Saul is just about to start back up, or did yesterday. So excited. Or soon. Um, I also just started watching Dark on Netflix, which oh, okay. is an interesting show. Yeah, it's apocalyptic, right? Apocalyptic, yeah. yeah it's it's kind of like, germ. it's a German... No, it's not apocalyptic. It's a German version, I would say, of Stranger Things. That's the best way oh, I could put it. Oh, it's not apocalyptic. Yeah, oh, it's okay. like a it's it's a slightly Wait, darker version. Oh, rain. That's the one that yep. I'm thinking of is apocalyptic. Never yeah. mind. Okay. Yes, but before gotcha. we get into things, uh, why don't you give our listeners and watchers some ways to get connected to this vid podcast thing? Definitely Joel <laughs> Bartholomew Cunningham. Not my um, name. Not that's my not name. his middle name, no, no but. Worry. Uh, you can get connected with us a number of different ways. Uh, the main way you could do that, probably most efficiently, is through the Real Review Media website, which is realreviewmedia.com. You can connect through all of our uh, social media platforms, be it Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, which is at Real Review Media, and then also youtube.com slash the Real Review. And then also you can email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. But that is how you can do that. And you can reach out to us and do it. Lots of updates. It's good stuff. Two things. One, I want to say there's. I was listening to this really good podcast out there. I told you about this. Yes, it's called Inside Jaws. Yes, uh, it's a really great podcast. If you want to listen to that, it's about um, a man trapped in a shark who's doing a podcast. How did I get in this shark to yes. do this podcast with all my gear? Exactly. And where am I plugging in my power? No, <laughs> uh, it's about the story of how Steven Spielberg created Jaws and kind of leading up to it, and how he got into the directing world and everything but it also tells stories true stories of people getting attacked by sharks and stuff which is like crazy that is very vicious um it's it's strangely visceral even though you're listening to the attacks it's just but they talk about that how that series uh or how um like john williams created the score that those four notes and i was thinking as i went that da 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 
there's almost no other film soundtrack that I can think of that has like four notes like that that are just so easily recognizable. Yeah. As that Mission Impossible soundtrack. Yeah. Like as soon as you do that, everybody's like, oh, Mission Impossible type yeah. stuff. Uh, and secondarily, it's like less stuff. related, but still wanted to mention it. Congratulations to you, sir. Oh, thanks. Another child in the bag. <laughs> That's a weird way of putting it. Yes. Or out of the bag. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I so. had a uh, my fourth child, uh, which is a huge reason for us not having a show last week. Right. Yeah. So if anyone was wondering why we took the week off, it was because Matt. That's because had a kid, I so. had a kid, and your wife and, and you had I'm a kid. still um, not sleeping much. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff. I'm yet to get there, but I hear different babies do differently. But a lot of times, it's very difficult to get the right amount of sleep with the new child. This so. one's okay. He's doing okay. pretty. He's doing better than I think. Our first one was still our most difficult. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we're new parents where we had no clue. But Possibly. Now, now I'm like, this is my fourth kid, so I'm like, <laughs> like got I'm this like, in the bag. I got this. Whatever. Yeah. You're like yeah. doing it in your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Cool. <laughs> well, I will consult you then whenever I get to that stage of life. Cool. Well, let's get into it then. Today we're going to be talking about Mission Impossible Fallout. Brief synopsis for this: Ethan Hunt and his IMF team, along with his familiar allies, race against time after a mission gone wrong. It's a very High-level way of putting that. Uh, directed and written by Christopher McQuarrie. It stars Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt, Henry Cavill, Cavill as Walker, uh, Vin Rames as Luther, Simon Pegg as Benji, Rebecca Ferguson as Ilsa. Ilsa. Sorry, Ilsa, yep. right? Yep. yep. Sean Harris as Solomon Lane. Uh, pretty good bad guy, yeah. I would say. Yep. Uh, Vanessa Kirby as the White Widow. Uh, you also have a brief Wes Bentley in there mm-hmm. as Patrick. And then Michelle Monaghan, of course, always pops up as Julia and Alec Baldwin as Alien, Alan Hunlin. So, Hunley, yep. sorry. What were your thoughts? You want to hear something really funny about this movie? Sure. Super funny. So, a week ago, no, a week and a half ago on Saturday, mm-hmm. I was at the movie with my dad and we're watching it and about three quarters of the way through the movie my wife starts texting me hey i think we need to go to the hospital soon oh no <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no. um i'm sitting there and i'm i'm enjoying the movie actually quite a bit up until that point and she's like hey i'm thinking i'm like do i need to leave she's like no don't don't leave and i go okay so th- immediately like I'm like I haven't left the movie. I'm still watching the movie, but I can't not help but yeah, think brain, about it yeah. while I'm watching the movie. So I'm kind of stressed out while I'm watching this movie at that point in time. Yeah. So I don't. I think it went from enjoying it to being stressed out and having anxiety while at the same time crazy things are happening on screen. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just like stressed. Gotcha. And and then I'm like, oh, and then she's like, wait, maybe no, never mind. And then she's like, wait, yeah, you should you should come home wow. and take me to the hospital. Oh my We're goodness. gonna have a baby. And so. <laughs> I ended up leaving about 20 minutes before the end of the movie. Okay. I so never saw the end of it. So you don't know the end. <laughs> I don't know the end of it. Wow. So I'm sure you can funny. assume what the general end is. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the, the impossible mission force or whatever they're called. And I'm sure they pulled off some sort of impossible mission. They thing. all got blown up. Yeah, exactly. Really so badly. Um, <laughs> I will say that from what I saw, though, until I started kind of getting stressed out about, you know, the last third um, I did enjoy it mm-hmm. quite a bit. I was telling you off air a little bit earlier. They did something that I really enjoyed from the first movie that they di- they haven't done since the first movie. Kind of a misdirection thing. Yeah. Uh, that I really like that. It tricked me. I was like, oh yeah, okay. Um, I was anticipating 
uh, I was anticipating, okay, there's going to be, like going into the movie, I'm thinking there's going to be a weird twist where we think somebody is some guy, but it's right. really another guy in yeah. a mask yeah. <laughs> because that's what they've done in every movie. It pretty much know? always ends up being the case, yeah. Right, so that happened, um, and I think it's like the final chase is is right where I left the movie. So, okay. um with involving helicopters. So it turns out the helicopter is actually a tank in disguise. And that <laughs> sure. <no. laughs> sure. But it's, I really, it's a spaceship I, and it's I really enjoyed it. Um, there was an element to it that I really thought. Now here's the unpopular, um, the unpopular um, opinion that I have about mm-hmm. the Mission Impossible films. Okay. Nobody likes the second Mission Impossible. That's fine. I don't like it either. Well, it's a completely different direction. Right. I mean, John Woo, so right? I, I like the first one. I really love the third Mission Impossible movie. And yeah. that's not really a favorite amongst people's. A lot of people are like, they all bounce around four and five. Yeah. And even this one. And, um, but specifically for me, I really love the third Mission Impossible because it's the first one to me um, that made Ethan Hunt uh, kind of come. First of all, they, they wrecked it, They righted the ship a little bit from what happened with the John Woo and the second mission impossible. But yeah. this one gave emotional stakes to it where I was able to write. I'm, I'm always about like, what am I feeling? How can I relate to this? And it gave him a wife. Yeah. It gave him, uh, that relational connection. Yeah. And, and it had, uh, uh, the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman, which I think is, was just knocked it out of the park as mm-hmm. far as what he could do in that role. And um, that whole thing, that connection, the emotional weight of it just resonated with me in a way that I think I haven't felt over the last most recent three. Yeah. Um, I started getting tinges of that in this one. Uh, I don't, obviously, I don't know how it pans out, but I started getting tinges of that a little bit in Fallout. And I think I started, it kind of made me feel like emotionally involved a little bit more than I did in Ghost Protocol or um, Rogue Nation. Okay. So I did enjoy that. I can't really fully say how I felt about the movie as a whole because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But um, I did I did enjoy what I saw. I thought some of it was clever. I couldn't help but think about um, weird Superman with a, with a fake upper lip mm-hmm. every time I saw Henry Cavill with yeah. a mustache yeah. because of that. Anyways, because, yeah. <laughs> that was That's me. That's a tie-in from another movie, Justice League. Um, Look it up if you're interested in finding out what he's mentioning there. Right. Yeah. Um, anyways, other than that, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I guess let's just start with the positives. That's my overall take. Of yeah, it. I would say just to follow up on what you're saying there, I think the weakest part to me for the film was the end. Okay. Um, but so I, I got I, all the good parts? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't that it was weak. It just kind of felt like we were trying to put everything in its place here at the end. Uh, there were definitely some tinges and hints of like, okay, this is a standard Mission Impossible type-esque mm-hmm. thing that they're going to do. Um, but they took some divergent type moments, which I really enjoyed. Um, with the film. Um, one in particular was I felt like the overall relationship to the action that Tom Cruise had in this movie, it felt, although it, although it felt very much like, you know, he's going to be better than everybody else and stronger than everybody else and faster than everybody else, it felt more of like he planned out himself well in mm-hmm. those circumstances. Cause it yeah. didn't like in the original couple of mission impossibles, it was like, you know, like the John Woo one, he's doing like, you know, motorcycle Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just like stuff that's like, Doves. how, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how would this be possible for anybody to do? And yeah. now the Tom Cruise is kind of, you know, getting up there. It just becomes a little disassociated to think that he could do such insane mm-hmm. things. So it never really, it, I felt like things managed to stay relatively realistic mm-hmm. is what I would say. 
relatively, relatively realistic yeah, yeah. I mean, in yeah. regards to the action until yeah. the end. And then at the end, it got a little bit Did it like, really? oh. yeah, a little bit specifically with, so there's kind of two plot lines that yeah. are running at the same time at the end, the helicopter yeah. and then the other stuff that's, I'm not going to, I'm trying not to spoil stuff, sure, but sure. Um, the helicopter stuff got a little bit like, okay. Oh, for real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To me just in yeah. there, I will say, I mean, it's a mission impossible movie. It's made to have like ridiculous action set pieces. So you're going to, no matter what, have moments in pretty much any scene where you're going to be yeah. like, that bends the realm of believability, but that just pushed it a bit too far for yeah. me there at the end. Overall, though, uh, I still really enjoyed the movie. I think I liked it more than the last one. Yeah, me too. Um, me too, so far. I definitely think they, you know, they took a deep dip, you know, with the second, and then they started to slowly work their way back up and up. Yeah. And I think maybe I should revisit the third one. Maybe there was such a bad taste in my mouth oh, after man. the second I love one. The third one, but yeah. Um, but I, I liked that with that one, they tried to give him sort of an emotional connection to. Mm-hmm. Something outside of just this mission, mission impossible makes world. him more of a person than just some guy who can do impossible things. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, oh, the fighting was so good. Yeah. The, uh, the, the hand-to-hand combat, especially mm-hmm. the bathroom scene that you saw in all the trailers yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah. That whole sequence, like you, it was brutal. Like yeah. you felt it. Like it felt real. Yeah. There was also a scene in the club, like kind of close to after that that was had some really crazy kills like yeah. people were getting killed i was like dang that's brutal okay yeah i thought that was good i like the addition of vanessa kirby in this mm-hmm. as the um white widow although i felt like her role was a bit unimportant mm-hmm. it kind of felt like she was more just there to move the plot along in the second act to add some interest there right. but she didn't really play out into anything on that important in the right. script um they made a cup i mean the other thing they did in this one, and I thought it was good, is that it kind of, and I'm not going to say who or how, but it gave you some closure with a couple of the characters, I really felt. Okay. Like, it really felt like they're saying, like, okay, this is, we're going to move into the next film with the kind of these people, mm. and okay. it felt good. I mean, it's it's not like I'm like, yay, those people are no longer a part of the franchise for whatever reason, but more of like, you know, you just want to know that the story is moving forward. Right. And if it, if it just kind of spins in the same directions... I think it's like it's like one of the reasons why the James Bond, the new James Bond series, is is doing as well as it's done, because it's like changing some elements, sure, yeah. and moving things forward. It kind of rebooted everything uh, mm-hmm. and gave you an, a new take on stuff. Um, and I felt like this one didn't give you a new take, but it it took some chances with some of the characters and where cool. they're going with them. Um, and it wasn't afraid to kind of like close the door on certain things. So yeah. I was happy with that. Um, the cinematography as well, yeah. which isn't something that most people maybe are like, oh my God, the cinematography. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really thought it was well put together and they did the right amount of slight shake, mm-hmm. you know, and the right amount of static. It wasn't overwhelming. What mm-hmm. shot is, I could always tell what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Which it's the worst thing about Jakey Cam. <laughs> um, yeah. Acting was good. And oh, he, you know who I thought was good that I don't normally like actually in, in movies. He's fine on like the sitcoms I've seen on is Alec Baldwin. I thought yeah. he was good in this movie, actually. Yeah, I always thought he's decent in the series, but he just kind of takes a back seat. Right. Um, he took a bit bigger of a seat in this one. Yeah. But so, he had a good character. Yeah, I liked his like the whole thing. Um, yeah, there's some cool stunts, some some really cool stuff that happens in it. Um, you see a lot of this stuff in the trailer. There's the halo jump. Um, that's that's kind of a, a cool, kind of semi funny sequence. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I I will say that I felt like the action was really really good, and there's a couple, like I said, there's a part at the very beginning that it got me, mm-hmm. like that I was like, oh okay, they tricked me there, <laughs> and then there was another part 
that got me. I was like, wow, what is happening right now? And I was like, oh, that's that's things aren't as they appear in this yeah. scene. And I was like, and that was about midway through the movie. And I was yeah. thinking like, okay, so there's the way that they're filming this is they're playing they're playing with playing with my mind a little bit. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool because I, I was it wasn't just a standard you know, bunch of crazy action scenes. There's some. Yeah. There's a little bit of depth to it, as in the reasonings why things were being done or not being done. Yeah, there was two. Okay, so I I predicted three twists throughout okay. the course of the movie. I was right about two of them. Okay, and I was wrong like about at the, the third. beginning. Like, what do you mean? Well, when uh, there's certain like I'm watching the sequences, I'm like, okay, there's probably more to this uh, okay, that's going okay. on, and I was able to predict like the the first one. Okay, the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I did that, predict that. Yeah, dude, it fooled the heck out of me. I was like. I was like, what is happening? No, right now? It, I didn't get it at first, but then as soon as th- there was a phone call that was made uh-huh. and that started happening, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, like I figured right. that one out. That one, but then the secondary one, um, I figured out that one as well because of certain ways that they shot it and framed okay. it. Okay, but then there was a third one that I had actually thought up of yeah. that didn't end up happening. Oh, okay, um, which I was actually really glad that didn't happen because All it right. would have felt really cheesy. Um, you can only, to me, like, you can only push that, hey, I'm somebody else, right. you know, pretending to be somebody else realm so far before it's like, come on. Like, when really Henry Cavill is a clone of Ethan Hunt. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, there's two Tom Cruises. There's going to be there's like an a evil scene, Tom Cruise and a good Tom Cruise. There's going to be like a scene where they like, they're all fighting each other and then they all just start ripping off each other's masks like <laughs> Scooby Doo. You know what I mean? That's like what I'm expecting. One of these I'm movies. Ethan Hunt. Yeah. No, you know, I'm Ethan Hunt. I'm Ethan Hunt. I double masked. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on. It's just, it's getting a little ridiculous if that's the case. But yeah. I felt like they, they, they held it back close enough yeah. to the chest that it, it didn't get there. Um, there was some elements to the story that, again, felt a little bit like, because we need this. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the way it is. It's like, well, this bomb thing has this technology that just happens to have this one failsafe. Right. You know? So it's, it's like, <laughs> okay, you know, there's just things like that that are just a little bit like mm, beyond the realm okay. of like realistic. But it just, it happens, yeah, I, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. But I enjoyed it. I mean, no. overall, when I was watching it, I was just sitting there like, okay, yeah, I can just kind of like get into this and enjoy it for what it is. Nice. Yeah, more probably than the, which I would weirdly compare this to. There'd be like two franchises right now that I would compare this to closely. One would be the James Bond, mm-hmm. but then the second one would actually be the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, well, this is still a little bit more plausible than Fast and Furious, definitely. For sure. um, the... Uh... The, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about Rogue Nation, and I had I've actually only seen that movie once, with not really a big desire to go back and rewatch it again. Yeah, um, I did. I do rewatch. There's that like underwater sequence that I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I think this one to me makes me want to go back and well, obviously to see the ending, but <laughs> to rewatch some of the sequences. Yeah, again. I'm I've, trying to remember which one it is where he it's the White Rabbit, right? And he has to not the white the rabbit. rabbit's foot the rabbit's that's foot the third one that's the third that's one that's one yeah. that I love right that I remember that was the only part about the third one I really didn't like because he goes into the building to like get it <laughs> and he's like I'm gonna go get this and you're expecting like this big action scene yeah and then it just cuts to him jumping out the building if you remember correctly because he's like I got it I'm running and then it's like normally Mission Impossible movies oh, show you, like, you that yeah, 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 him yeah. breaking in and going through like the lasers <laughs> and so that was <laughs> the only part laser of him. since the first one though no I mean <laughs> we need again. to he needs to do more laser impossible work yeah he does whatever. so yeah. what would you rate this thing um well I would give it so I want to say first of all as well before I before I say what I'm gonna give it as like okay a numbered rating 
Um, one of the things that I also really liked about it, um, I felt like they came up with a theme that is slightly dif- different for the Mission Impossible series and for these types of films in general than I've seen in a long time, which was Tom Cruise's character, Ethan, kind of had to make a choice at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. that was more than just like, like right and wrong. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, there was no clear line of like this because both have good things and both have bad things to them and so i liked that this gave a clear delineation of him having to make a choice and then that informed it didn't like force the rest of the movie Mm -hmm. to happen but it informed where his character was and the decisions that people had to make throughout the rest of the movie and i really liked that because it gave a more depth a bigger depth to his character and that it lacks like in another movie he would have just made the decision and then the rest of the movie, everybody would have just been constantly saying like, "This is that, and you're that, yeah. and because of that, and da da da." And it was like, no, there was that was there, but there was so many other nuanced layers of why characters were acting the right. way that they were. Um, and I think with that as well, mixed with the idea that they're going to like move certain characters forward in different ways, um, made it a very enjoyable experience for me. Yeah. Set pieces were great, action was great, so I'm giving this an 89. Oh, cool. Yeah, I. Um... I, I think they had a lot of things and they actually addressed some stuff that I think was kind of initiated and birthed out of Mission Impossible 3. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how, how and how we're going to get more Mission Impossibles down the road. Yeah. There's, there was a comment that was made like, you know, this 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 is what Ethan Hunt does. Yeah. Like that, there's, there's not really any other time for anything else <laughs> in his life, basically. Yeah. So, um, uh, for what I saw, this is so tough for me because I didn't see the whole movie. Um, but what I saw, I'm going to give it a 90. Okay. Um, and it might change, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I'm going to try and check it out again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I think 89 is still great. 90 is really great. Um, I think the only thing that really held it back for me was- The end. The end. And just, again, a little bit of like that, okay, because it okay. it needs it, it just more of circumstantial situations yeah. of like, we just need this to happen this way and that to happen sure. that way. Um, but it, yeah, really cool. good movie. I'm actually from this, I'm curious to see, and this is again, a different franchise, but I'm curious to see what will happen with sort of the final bond that we have with Daniel Craig. Right. That series has been so up and down. I right. mean, it started on a high with Casino Royale then it dropped off with Quantum and then went way back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, 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 uh Adele, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah. And then went Adele. way back down and <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thinking of Adele, Adele and way back and then way back down with Ske- Se- Spectre, I thought was again, very cheesy and silly. Septic. So I'm hoping this one, you know, cause it's like, so I'm hoping yeah. this one, whereas, you know, Mission Impossible has been up, 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 up. Yep. Um, and then for the Furious films kind of reached the peak and then have just kind of flatlined. Yeah, and it's just very like, yeah. So, I don't know. Control. We'll see. They what should you call it? They should call it Fast and Furious. Cruise, Cruise Control. Control. Oh, I, dad jokes for days. I got four kids. I can do that. Well, there you go. Yep. Hopefully the studio is listening. I'll yeah. write that up for the next one. Send me a check. There you go. So we're going to go ahead. <laughs> Anything further? No, that's it. Cool. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast for you here today. Uh, some ways to get connected once again to us, realreviewmedia.com for our website, facebook.com slash realreviewmedia if you want to check us out on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram are both at realreviewmedia, and we would love to hear your thoughts and perspectives on all the films, all the shows, all the things. Uh, send us emails at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts and get your perspective and input on uh, the stuff that you're watching. And excited to be back, Matt, after totally. a week off. Me ready too. Ready to hit more films. And... I'm really excited to see The Meg this weekend. Roar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mixed bag on that one. 
Come on, you were telling me you were excited the other day. They're chumming the waters of my interest. Hey. Yeah. Puns. (laughs) (laughs) I'm slightly excited. I I will go see it. It's going to be a dumb, fun movie. I'm pretty sure this is going to be what I wanted Rampage to be. All right. I hope so. Because Rampage failed. But this can be the fun one of the summer. There you go. Awesome. Well, anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.